The terms Neo and Anti-Malthusian have been spreading around Greeley recently because if you're in your second year of IB Geography, you just had a huge debate on which ideology was correct. I personally have never met anybody who isn't taking geography that knows what either of those terms mean. I, someone who takes the class, think it's actually a very interesting topic and an interesting thing to learn about. And if I wasn't taking the class, it would drive me crazy always hearing these words and not knowing what they mean. So I'm going to be talking about what Neo and Anti-Malthusians are and which ideology I personally agree with. Like most ideologies, the word Malthusian comes from a last name. Thomas Malthus was the person who proposed and popularized the philosophy that Neo-Malthusians have. Before we get into that, let's learn more about him. Malthus was an economist, born in 1766, who was way ahead of his time and predicted a lot of the problems that we actually see today. Mainly, he focused on population growth philosophies and wrote the book An Essay on the Principles of Population. At the time, of course, most of this sounded like bullcrap and nobody really cared, but in the book he predicted that the population would grow until we literally run out of resources or stress us enough that we kill each other. Now, of course, since it was written in 1798, some of the specifics in the book are unquestionably wrong, but there are still some debates that can be had. Ultimately, Neo-Malthusians agree with Malthus and Anti-Malthusians think that we will be able to keep our planet going even with the population growing. So just to be clear, we are talking about the human race ending, and this can be a very hard pill to swallow, especially considering sources say that we will run out of natural resources within 60 years. Yeah, yikes. So some of the fundamental points of Neo-Malthusian surround the idea that we will run out of land for agriculture. It's seen as a trend that we begin to deplete the amount of space used for agriculture. Instead, we use it for new housing, jobs, and roads because of the increasing population that needs it as countries develop. And both sides completely agree with this statistic. The number one cause for deforestation is from needing more space for agriculture. And we will really need forests for food and biodiversity if things become scarce. That's where the question arises, even if our society decides to halt the trend and use more land for agriculture, where would the land come from? Would we destroy the buildings that provide money for people to pay for the probably much higher cost of food and water? Or would we begin deforestation and take away the wildlife that we also greatly need in order to survive? Climate change is also a ginormous part of this discussion. Climate change can disrupt food availability, reduce access to food, and affect food quality. Climate change causes a variety of issues that greatly affect our crops, such as temperature changes and flooding. Neo-Malthusians typically believe that the more people there are, the faster climate change will happen. Socially, this could be an issue if there's a limited amount of resources. This could cause war amongst countries just to be able to provide the bare minimum amount to survive for their citizens. This may not be a case of everyone starving to death, but more a, a case of everyone killing each other in order to try to avoid it, Neo-Malthusians say. Anti-Malthusians definitely make some interesting arguments, one being the more people there are on the planet, the more resources to find a way to solve these problems. They say the more people, the more likely we are to find the key thing to save us. We will have more of a chance of an innovative breakthrough, they say. 
Anti-Malthusians also believe that we may not reach that point in population if more countries became anti-natalist, meaning they promote not having kids by either implementing a child tax or other incentives. An extreme case of this could be seen when China used their one-child policy. Because of the amount of increase in women's education and birth control around the world, this may slow down the population increase. Anti-Malthusians think that the world may begin to follow places like Copenhagen, Denmark, whose main goal is to become 100% reliant on renewable energy by 2050, halting climate change and halting the hurting it does to crops, or at least slowing it down. They also think that the rich countries will be able to help the poor and provide what they need in order to become green. Anti-Malthusians are more hopeful about the power that the future holds. They say that we can't be so sure that this is the end. They put great faith in the generations to come and believe that it will be figured out and things will end up being okay with the thinking of the future. Personally, my belief is that maybe we could slow it down, but Neo-Malthusians are the ones that are the most correct. This weighting of an innovative finding seems a little ridiculous to me because we've already made incredible innovative findings such as solar panels. I mean, think about it, in most parts of the world, these are barely used, with exceptions in places of Northern Europe. But the idea that we will find something so innovative that it sweeps and is used all over the world, including the poorest parts, is already disproved. If we started this theory of overpopulation killing the planet 300 years ago and we haven't made any progress and we have 60 years left, the trend doesn't seem to follow. The third world countries are still third world countries and they're getting little help from outside sources. Governments would not want to pay for it and it's been pushed aside. But I think both sides do have a decent amount of scientific and social case studies to back it up and it's still very up for debate. But what do you think? Do you think it's too late or do you have faith in the scientific progress and solutions that we haven't found yet?